2: Final stuff and Tubbs show before Thanksgiving, anyway. Final stuff and Tubbs show for me. Good afternoon. So good to have you here at 4.05. I'm Randy Corcoran from Saturday night, 5 p.m. Matt Dunn, Backbone Radio. Sunday nights at 4 p.m. We hold down the evening lineup on the weekends. And, man, oh, man, we give the weekday hosts, the mainstream Corrupt coordinated, Democrat controlled media machine, newspapers and etc. So much to talk about with those weekend shows. And so it's kind of fun when we get a chance to sit down, when I get a chance to sit down and be with you during the week. And um, obviously it's not a good thing to be here today because it means Stephan Tubbs is still out. But uh, with this week off, I'm guessing, I am certain, I know he's chomping at the bit to get back in the saddle and so uh Jimmy is covering on Friday but I'm sure that Stefan will be back on Monday. I'm just Now, I am not a doctor and uh I don't know any of it for sure, but I'm I'm hopeful for you. And I'll tell you, since it's the day before Thanksgiving, uh there's so much for you to be thankful for, especially if you are one of those Colorado's elections or the gold standard pro vaccine listeners that have sent me so much love. On the 710 KNUS text-to-studio app, you can be thankful that this will be the last day that I, likely the last day that I'm covering Stefan's show, at least for this week. And, uh, you know, for me, it's all in good fun. Not, not that these aren't serious issues, but I really don't mind the intense, intensity or the criticism. What I wish is that uh, people with a contrary view whether they are behind a mic or are listeners and have a phone, would actually engage in the conversation. You know, pick a topic, let's go 10, 15 minutes, whatever, 20 minutes, keep it civil, smiles on our faces, and let people learn from those kinds of debates and discussions. So easy. And really, it's a lot of fun if uh, to be challenged by people who are thoughtful, not just spewing, not just venting, not just bloviating, but but actually engaging in conversation. And of course we're here to do that any old time at 303-696-1971. 303-696-1971. This uh this new microphone setup is different and uh so I am just positioning a couple of things because I want to take you back to nineteen eighty one. Thanksgiving Day, nineteen eighty one. There was a somewhat recently elected president who was in the midst of completing his first year as president of the United States. And uh, you might remember him. His name was Ronald. Ronald. And, um, and he was pretty special. But he gave his first Thanksgiving. It really wasn't a speech. It wasn't really a, a proclamation. It wasn't that official. It was the halftime of the annual Thanksgiving football. You know, there's always two NFL games, uh, and an AFL game and a NFL game, or I guess, what are the two? It's Dallas that plays one of them and Detroit that plays the other. Isn't that right, Leroy? You can see how far I've gotten away from my former love and devotion to the Denver Broncos and the NFL because I had to think about which two teams. But during the... NFL game between the Detroit Lions and the Kansas City Chiefs. Bonus points if you know who won that game. Double bonus points if you know the score. 303-696-1971. If you look it up, that's cheating. Winner would be enough. Because the score's pretty hard. That was a long time ago. But um, I'll tell you, if we don't get a caller that's interested in answering that question in just a second, not that I really give a hoot anymore. But... Um, Ronald Reagan during the halftime show was given a couple of minutes to address the nation on Thanksgiving Day, and here's what that sounded like. I hope
3: you're all enjoying today's game. A football turkey, Thanksgiving Day really is a chance to be with friends and family and enjoy the Since good. Since I screwed together, that up, but I'm sure
2: I'm gonna start it over, I think, live radio at its worst.
3: I hope you're all enjoying today's game. From football to Turkey, Thanksgiving Day really is a chance to be with friends and family and enjoy the good times together. But I'm sure that sometime today, the thoughts of all of us will turn to the real meaning of this, our first national holiday. And I'm sure that in our hearts, we'll all feel a deep gratitude for this much-loved country of ours and the blessings that have been conferred on those of us who call ourselves Americans. You know, the meaning of the American experience is that Freedom only prospers where the blessings of God are openly acknowledged and avidly pursued. This is also the beginning of political wisdom. It's what Thomas Jefferson had in mind when he said that the God who gave us life gave us liberty at the same time. It's what George Washington, our first president, meant when he said, Of all the dispositions and habits which lead to political prosperity, religion and morality are indispensable supports. And a famous French observer of America who came to these shores and put it simply about our strength as a nation. America is great because America is good. You know, I've always believed that in the simple prayers of good people, there's more wisdom than in all the carefully laid plans of great leaders and more power than in all the mighty armies of the world. So today, I wonder if I might ask each of you, either alone or even better, when you're together today, to say a prayer of gratitude to the Lord for watching over our country all these years, and ask Him too to guide us through these perilous but exciting times ahead. Thank you, and from Nancy and myself and all of us in the administration, Happy Thanksgiving. Have a wonderful day, and God bless.
2: Indeed. Wow. Just think what was going on that particular year, 1981, we were in the midst of starting. Well, really, we were still heading in a negative direction from the Carter years with gas lines and 18, 19 percent interest for your mortgages. And here this uh, this big personality came along, got elected by uh, a real landslide sort of election, uh, much better in the second term. But he came along talking about God and constitutional values, the greatness of America, but great only because we are good, and just humbly asked people to say a prayer for our nation and to be grateful, a prayer of gratitude. And, uh, you know, you think about where we're at now. What are we, Nineteen. 39, 41 years later. How would that go over? You, you couldn't get the NFL to carry that statement. You just couldn't. I, And the left would just be out talking about the the nonsense, and especially since some of Reagan's initial decisions made the economy feel like it was tougher for a while. Had to. You got to stop the flood before you can start bailing out the basement, right? But it just seemed so natural back then, and, and I, you know, I was not involved in politics. I was 22 years old and uh, didn't care much about anything going on outside, you know, the my own selfish life, whatever was going on for me at the time. But he just came along and was unwavering, unbending, from promoting his love for this country and for its founding and for, not for its warts and its history, which is all the left wants to focus on right now, but gratitude for how far we had come, what all we had done, the promise of our country, the certainty that he knew in his heart that less regulation and lower taxes ultimately created a thriving economy for everybody. We were in the midst of the Cold War, and people were concerned. Uh, They said the same things about him as they said about Donald Trump. He was going to get us into war, get us into nuclear war. And, uh, of course, Donald Trump kept us out of excursions. No deaths in Afghanistan for two years until creepy, sleepy, zombie Joe Biden came along. So it was a lot of the same arguments without the benefit of 24 hour a day, social media, round the clock news cycles. Uh, There was a time when CNN was a news network, not an attack network. We, We see where that's gotten them. And they seem to be, maybe it's too early to tell, trying to claw their way back into some level of Um, You know, responsible journalism, maybe, so that they can get back in the game. Because they've got a wonderful network, wonderful sets, uh, you know, still pop on in a lot of airports and elsewhere. But Ronald Reagan, his first address on Thanksgiving to the nation, didn't make it about politics. He made it about God and country and revering our history and coming to our lives with a sense of gratitude. Oh, man, oh, man, how you long for those days. What are you thankful for? I know we've come through a whole lot of turmoil. We've had the, the horrific uh, two shootings this week, one here in our own backyard. And all of those things are so disturbing, and especially if you've lost a family member to a tragedy unexpectedly. We all lose, folks but unexpectedly to a tragedy. I I've, I've lost family members to a shooting. My cousin was one of the people murdered in the the Jewish community center in New York in, in New York in Kansas in Kansas City Overland Park, which is a suburb right outside of Kansas City, and his grandson shot down by a white supremacist who was out to kill a couple of Jews. They were both Christians. They were at the Jewish Community Center in order to um, try out the the grandson, Reet, who I only met as a little boy. Didn't see those cousins that often, Um, but he was an incredibly talented singer. And uh, he was trying out, he was there to try out for an annual event that occurred at the Jewish Community Center, a play, singing play, singing part, and uh and his mom I had to run to get her youngest son from soccer and she'd asked her dad, my cousin Bill, to go pick to go ahead and take Reet to this tryout. And they just got out of their truck and were shot down in cold blood. And my my beautiful cousin Mindy, who former Kansas City cheerleader and Oklahoma uh, university cheerleader and then went on to be a financial advisor and just a remarkable human being, how she has tried to make positives out of being thrust into the spotlight after that death, after those two deaths and the horrific loss. Um, she was the first on the scene and uh, people kept her from her son who had not yet died, but was dying and died in the ambulance just because, they didn't want her to see him. And so, you know, you, you don't have to be touched by... By the way, I heard about that for the first moment when... Why, I don't know what news source I had on. It could have been Fox. It could have been something else. Uh, with the sound down, the cryon that, you know, is, I think that's what they call what scrolls across. I saw my name up there. Corporan. What? And then all of a sudden, you know, all hell broke loose with text messages and emails and got the details uh, pretty quickly about what had happened. But it doesn't have to be dramatic like that to have, just have your heartache and be sick to your stomach when you hear about what happened in Colorado Springs this week and what happened yesterday at the Walmart in Virginia. I think it was Virginia. And so... With that perspective, man, oh, man, will you please wrap your arms around everyone you love, whether it's one person or a family of persons or a dear friend or you're alone and you do what some of us have done in past years when we were alone, go be with someone who had nothing or provide a meal or, you know, whatever it is, bring that spirit of love and gratitude to just anything and everything you do tomorrow. Don't let ugly politics get in the way. It's just not worth it if you've got a family together, but you've got people on both sides of the aisle, Uh, especially if you're the conservative and you're outnumbered and the garbage comes up, just smile and let them vent. They're very frustrated over there on the left in spite of... uh, tempering down the red wave that was so greatly predicted. They're very unhappy on the left right now because they see the direction that the country's going. They feel what's happening. We all know that they had to, well, no proof yet that it was intentional, but you could not have planned the election day shenanigans in Arizona any better. If you designed them to suppress the vote of Republicans and conservatives in a very important and especially the largest county Maricopa you couldn't have planned it any better and we're on to them we're understanding what we're going to have to do in 2024 Republicans took the House of Representatives in spite of their best efforts which means their agenda mostly stops now between now and the next presidential election they're embarrassed by Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and so they're very upset. So if they come to dinner and want to rub your nose in how badly Colorado performed and well, not for them or the fact that uh, that the Senate at best is going to be tied for another two years and you only barely won the House, Lauren Bobert just barely won. Just smile and say, yeah, yeah, you done good. And, uh. And I hope that you're satisfied, you know, with the results and, and what happens over the next two years. And and uh, will you please pass me the mashed potatoes? Just don't get into the fights. Not worth it. Absolutely. Just say, you know, I'm so thankful you're in, in our life and in my life. And I hope we can have, you know, spirited conversations about the things that we disagree on. And, and not let it be personal or not let it hurt our relationships. Uh, But regardless, at the very least, let's just simply enjoy our meal and our time together and the football game, if if you can still tolerate such things, and uh, uh, make it a Thanksgiving to remember. Because as we're reminded from the tragedies that occurred this week, you can just be walking into the store, you can just be going out to dance with your friends, and uh, it can pop up at the worst possible times. Would love, and I know we got phone calls. Let's take our break now, Leroy, so we can get to calls. One thing I'm asking is what are you thankful for? Uh, let's let's really figure out the list. And I'll share some of mine. I've also got 18 Thanksgiving myths that we'll go through, as many as we can, over the next couple of hours. Uh, still plenty of hard-hitting politics in my head and on my mind. It's hard to get behind a mic and not talk about the issues of the day. But it's all on the table, you and me, as we get ready for a wonderful Thanksgiving day tomorrow, right here on the Stephan Tubbs Show on 710 K US. Love it. That is awesome. Gobble, gobble. Now, I, as a lawyer, I have not investigated this because what I do know is that, for instance, with our bumper music, you know, got to limit it to under 30 seconds and all these copyright things. But I believe and I've gotten leeway to do this before is that if you've got a theme song, if there's a special day or a special thing that you can let it play out. So uh, I just want it said right here on the record that that was Leroy's idea to have that song and play it. I had nothing to do with it. But I think it's probably legal and we'll be all right. That was awesome, Leroy. Thank you for that. Um all right, welcome back. It's almost four thirty, the night before Thanksgiving. Randy Corpman in for Stefan Tubbs. Grateful for my buddy Stefan and a great friendship there, and then for his recovery from a, just a horrible bug that he got has been nailed with. And uh but I when I talked to him a couple of days ago, he sound his voice sounded fine, but he was not ready for a marathon, so Uh, I'm guessing we'll see our good buddy, Stefan, back in here on Monday. But um, before we jump to the phones, I will just start the thankful, the things I'm thankful for, with just probably the biggest. And that simply is that God is in his heaven, and he's in control, and it's his plan. And even though I'm down here on earth, and I get rattled and scared, and I see tragedies, and I don't understand why certain things work out the way that they do, I have the the faith and the belief that uh, everything is under control and going the way that it needs to. And, you know, you can be surprised, right? I mean, going into the 2016 election, did you think that we could elect a president as successful as Donald Trump? Did you ever believe that three Supreme Court justices would wind up on the court and that Roe v. Wade would be set aside? And, you know, once again, you got to throw it out there. That did not take away states' rights to either limit abortion or permit abortion. And so people always need to remember that. But I'm just so grateful. It's poor constitutional law. As a pro-life person, of course I am grateful that that impediment to letting this sort out in our society instead of by edict of nine black robes, uh, that we're back to that point, because I think over time we win that argument. It's a 60% issue in this country to have reasonable limits on abortion. 15 weeks is a common consideration because that's when they say babies can feel the pain. And that's just an admission of what a draconian and destructive and murderous, well, uh, Potentially painful thing that it is to dismember a baby or inject them with poison in the womb so that they end their lives right there. But I'm grateful that at least we've put that, we can put that argument back into the public arena and the states through their elected representatives can decide uh, how to approach that based on uh, the representation that they see of the people around them. So God is good, and I am grateful to know Him and uh, and to believe that uh, no matter how many times I get it wrong or all the mistakes that I make, that uh, that there's a big dish of forgiveness at the end of life, and uh, and even though we can't understand all the things that we're going through, we're going through the things that we must. That is a real sense of comfort. Uh, it doesn't make me any less frustrated or. Or feel any less stupid, you know, if you do something that turns out to be dumb. Um, But it's always good to come back to that basic premise. So I am very grateful. That is my big number one. Jim has been waiting. Jim in Denver. Let's see what he's got in mind for Thanksgiving the night before. Jim, what are you thankful for?
4: Hey, Randy, I'm thankful for four fantastic, great years under Donald J. Trump. You know what? Four years is better than no years. And I'm thankful
2: well, that's cool, even though I know that you're really looking forward to um, f- to bashing him for the next stuffing. two years as he runs for president, right?
4: No, I'm looking forward to stuffing and uh,
2: <laughs> sweet potatoes. You're trying to just stay positive on this uh, night before Thanksgiving, aren't you?
4: Absolutely. I want to say something positive, <laughs> and uh, I'm not going to let you uh, bring me down this time. <laughs>
2: Thank you, Jim. Good for you. <laughs> That is good guidance from uh, from a regular caller whose voice I recognize have we ever met Jim
4: no but uh, since you brought up the Reagan uh, era I'd like to uh, see if we can maybe get back to the uh, do, you, do you recall Paul, Paul Wyrick the uh, the uh, Reagan Revolution what Paul Wyrick used to say about uh, voting
2: no huh. I don't I don't even know who that is Paul Wyrick
4: he's yeah, you could look him up. He died last year, but uh, he's the one that said goo-goo government, and uh, he's not interested in people voting because uh, our, our leverage in the elections goes, our leverage in politics go down as the American public votes. I, I think we have to get back to a level of uh, lower voting like we had back in the 80s, and I'm not being facetious i'm being serious about this i think there's far too many people voting should not be
2: well i uh we certainly could agree that there are a lot of people who pay no attention to the issues or or vote based on a commercial or you know the young generate the 18 the gen zers right now who got bombarded on tiktok with biden student loan giveaways and all of those kinds of things that um You hate for them to vote, but are you actually proposing that there be a constitutional amendment or some change in the law to limit, require an education requirement or something like that? I mean, how would you do that?
4: You know, I think we have to use common sense. And uh, when there's so many people on the government dole from all different directions, I I think they should be disqualified from voting themselves in another race,
2: so you're talking about Congress voting themselves money, um, but you're not talking about actual voters, actual citizen voters. There,
4: well, there's a lot of government employees, and there's a lot of government money that finds its way to uh, into people's pockets. I see. Um, whether it's state government, federal, you know, or the depth of government that uh, really seeds people with money. And then gives them days off so they can go and vote, and take vacations on the on the people's taxes.
2: I assume that that means that you, like me, do not, and I'm a supporter of unions in the private sector. I am completely, what? utterly opposed to unions in the government sector.
4: Well, that's pretty easy because there are no longer any unions in the private sector. Um and all the unions are in the government sector, so I don't want to argue today. But uh, I just want to say Happy Thanksgiving. But uh, I think that's an easy one. To uh, that's an easy one, Randy. Well, hey, I, Happy Thanksgiving.
3: I, I got
2: to keep this positive. Hey, and Jim, real quick, I just want to tell you I am thankful for listeners that uh, even when we disagree, and I'm not talking about today, it's energetic, it's spirited, it's friendly, and you come back for more. That is that's what to me makes talk radio go around. So thank you, sir. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Well, take care. All right. Well, that was a nice way to start. See, can you top Jim's call? Come on, three zero three six. Oh, there we are. Three zero three. Three zero three six nine six nineteen seventy one. Three zero 1971 is the number. uh We'll get to more of your calls in just a second. Couple more things. I've got about a hundred and fifty things written down that I'm thankful for. So I'm not going to bore you with them all. But i got to get a few of these out, and then we'll get some more of your calls. Um, and we got one line open right now, 303-696-1971. I am extremely grateful. This has, this has become my stress relief, and I only get to do it once a week sometimes. Uh, if I'm lucky, twice a week. Sometimes some weeks will go by. But I am grateful for Deadpool. You say, what? I am grateful for Deadpool, the and I never watched the movie. I don't even know the plot or the characters or anything else. In fact, the Deadpool pinball machine that I play, I'm still trying to figure it out, what it all means and how you can run up some of the bonuses or whatever. But I stumbled across, a and I was a pinball machine freak as a kid, never was very talented with video games. The, the handheld Mario Brothers was about as far as I was able to go and I, I ran that all the way through to the end and all the bonuses and 10 levels and whatever it was. But um, but Pinball Machine was really something that I loved and I found this Deadpool machine just stopped into a place I'd never been in before and, and uh, had a cold one and found out they had some decent food as well and started playing this machine and I don't know, many months ago, the way modern pinball works is they always have teasers there. They have the highest score, the grand champion, and then they'll have three or four listings of the next three or four highest scores. And I started playing this machine, got a little bit addicted, and I literally replaced everybody on the four levels below grand champion. So it was RBC, you know, 340,000, RBC, 460,000. I had all four of those. RB seed. And I was so proud of myself. And then uh, the machine wore out and they came in and they took it and refurbished it and they did a great job, but they cleared it. They cleared all the scores. So I was back at square one and all of a sudden before even filling in any of those lower four top scores one day one game i got on a roll and i set the grand champion score higher than it was before before they cleared it in the 750 million points range and so nobody's come close to touching that score and now i'm working on filling up those four lower scores cuz i you know sometimes i just get killed but if you get on a roll if you get everything lit up just right you can score like crazy and um I've just got my initials back in at the bottom of the four high scores and at the top as grand champion. Heck, I may go over there tonight after the radio show. Very grateful for Deadpool. All right, let's see what else people are thankful for. We'll take them in order. Rick in Colorado. That's good. Rick, welcome to the show.
1: Well, thanks. Yeah, I'm just thankful for every day that I get to spend with my wife. Uh,
2: We've
1: been... We've been married 55 years, a little over. She was my first date ever and I have cancer. I'm a Vietnam vet and I have cancer and it's terminal. And so, you know, it's going to get me, but, uh, uh, I'm just thankful for every, every day that I get to spend with her.
2: God, Rick, what an inspiring call. And thank you so much for sharing. First of all, thank you for your service. Of course. And uh, and I don't know your age. If you've been married for 55 years, you, you've got to be up there. And, and I can only say, uh, and I don't know the nature of your cancer or anything else, but you hear the stories of these breakthroughs that keep coming. My my dad lived to 92 years old with his cancer and uh, and lived a quality life the whole time. So I, I pray that miracles come your way. But the first date ever, that is incredible. Never with another girl.
1: Wow. You know what? I could have, uh, we were married in 67, and I went to the Army in 69, went to Vietnam in 70, came home in 71, and, you know, I could have been killed there, but I wasn't. Yeah. Uh, things were bad lots of times, but, you know, my duty was better than a lot of guys, I'll say that, and and uh, I came home to Carolyn, and wow. we've had another 50, what, 51 years or so of wonderful married life, so how can I complain about that?
2: Well, you know, when you first made your statement, I was going to make a joke and say, you just had a fight with her and she's sitting right there, huh? You're trying to make amends, but uh, your your story yeah, actually, is just... I... go ahead.
1: Actually, I called when she was in the grocery store, <laughs> okay. so now I have to be very careful because now she's back in
2: the picture. That's right. Well, will you tell her how proud and honored we are to share a part of your story and you know, my, my daughter uh, with the two ch- children of her own now, but she married her high school sweetheart, and uh, and we tried so hard to get rid of him, to get him out of her life. Go date, you know, travel abroad, go do this, go do that, and we couldn't get rid of him. We couldn't love him more, and those kinds of uh, forever romances are just the best kind of stories to share on a Thanksgiving. Thank you so much, Rick. God bless you. I hope you feel well, and uh, and they keep your cancer at bay, brother.
1: Hey, thanks a lot. I think the VA is doing the best they can do for me, and so I don't have a complaint in the world.
2: Hey, can you put your wife on the phone real quick?
1: Yes. Yes, I'm here.
2: Hi, this is Randy. I'm filling in for Stephen Tubbs on our local station here, 710 KNUS. Are you guys regular listeners? Yes. I just think it is so cool that Rick, he called in while you were in the grocery store. He snuck a call. (laughs) And... uh, And I just told him, I don't know if you could hear any of the conversation about my own daughter who married her high school sweetheart. We tried so hard to break them up Mm -hmm. and, you know, go out and look around. And we could not love him anymore. And it's just such a cool story that you guys have. I wanted to commend you and wish you a happy Thanksgiving as well. What was your name? Sherilyn. Sherilyn? carolyn carolyn well it's just beautiful Mm -hmm. sounds like you hit the mother load when you married rick and i hope you guys have just many many happy years together and a wonderful thanksgiving tomorrow what a great story
1: well i i do think that i've been very very fortunate um i'll let go of your arm now i won't (laughs) twist it anymore and uh I hope you have a very nice Thanksgiving.
2: Hey, can I ask you? And if you, you know, this is kind of putting you on the mm-hmm. spot, but what is the secret? What huh? is the secret to fifty-five years of marriage? Because I'm sure every minute is not wedded bliss. We're all human. We all have our stuff. What's what's
1: the secret? Well, now can I can well, I answer no, that? No, surely he <laughs> he got around. Surely he got around to telling you that that uh, he's always said those uh, three little words. Whatever you say, dear.
2: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, how do you respond to that, Rick?
1: That's just what I was going to tell you. <laughs> so I, I've lived my life by those three little words, whatever you say. And the other thing that always works is, I'm sorry, dear, it was my fault.
2: <laughs> yeah. I thought you might have said, yes, ma'am, or something when I asked that question. <laughs> yep, I agree with her, whatever she said. Well, that is whatever just. Whatever
1: <laughs> she wants to do is fine.
2: You guys have a wonderful day tomorrow. Thanks for sharing your story with our audience here on 710 KNUS. Oh, All right. God okay. bless.
1: Thanks so much. Uh, bye bye.
2: All right. Uh, Jack and Brian will have to hold you over because we need to get to a, a news update with, uh, gosh, someone I've never met, but I'm falling in love with. Lori Kelman does such a great job in the 710 KNUS newsroom. Rick's Line is open 303 696 1971. We're certainly having fun with. What are you thankful for? I've got about 100 more to go here. Plus, I'll start uh, sharing with you the 18 myths of Thanksgiving, so long as you stay right there. Stefan Tubbs show continues. Randy Corcoran in 710. K-N-U-S. Really, really nice, Leroy. Just beautiful. All right, welcome back. About nine minutes to go until 5 o'clock the night before Thanksgiving. Randy Corporate in for Stefan Tubbs. Phones are hopping at 303-696-1971. Before we jump back on the phones, a text came in. Are you getting information about why the power is out at Airport and I-70? This sounds like a mess. Leroy went on the hunt and found this from Fox 31. How fresh is that clip, Leroy? How Okay, so that is, that is is near-breaking news now. And so one more thing to add to the thankful list before we go to Jack and then Brian is uh, that I'm not flying tonight. Be grateful that you are home. Or if you're traveling by car, that it's in your control. Can you imagine being out there with the kids and the maybe the packages and a ton of bags? And because of work, you... You couldn't get out until a late-evening flight, and you're trying to get home to the family back in Ohio or wherever, and and the power goes out. O-M-G. All right, Jack, thank you for waiting. Welcome to the show. Happy Thanksgiving, sir.
0: Yeah, thank you, Randy. I just wanted to comment. You had the caller that said there's too many voters in the system. And that's not a that's that's not a new observation. Back in 1880, and I've told you this before, the history of England previously the only the landed gentry had the right to vote because they had skin in the game. They had something to lose. And Conservative Prime Minister Benjamin Disraeli he argued heavily against giving the vote. An equal vote to the common person, stating that they would vote the, the wealth of the wealthy people into their own pockets. And that's exactly what that caller was saying to you. It's the people on the welfare, it's people on the dole, and they're the ones that are pushing the vote. And, and, and there's really some truth to that. But for the fellow to call you up and say that, that that's been from the very beginning, by, by I think it was 1880, when Benjamin Disraeli argued that in Parliament for, for days and days and days. And it's, it's as true today as it was then
2: fascinating jack i appreciate that little piece of history and now that you reiterate it i do remember you mentioning it before so um
0: yeah It's like that one professor told me you'll never have an original thought in your life you'll think it's original (laughs) thought but if you read enough you'll find out somebody died 50 years before you were born had that same thought and reduced it to writing and that's a fact
2: boy and you know what The, the older i get i'll hear a new song a new riff or something and it'll remind me of uh, something right out of the Rolling Stones or ACDC, or, you know, just something like that. It's it's all plagiarism if you go back far enough.
0: All right. Well, you don't cool. have an original thought. Your your brain's the same as everybody else's. But I really enjoyed listening to the fellow that had been married for fifty four years. I just mine was terminated, as you know, eight months yeah. ago. But I, I can uh, I can certainly appreciate that story. Okay, man. You have a nice- oh.
2: God bless, man. And I am sorry for your first Thanksgiving without your lovely wife. You take good care, my friend. Okay, Okay. All right. We've got time for one more. Brian in Arvada, welcome to the Stephen Tubbs Show.
5: Hey, happy Thanksgiving, Randy. I want to start out with that. Thank you, brother. But I, I was curious about what your spread going to be tomorrow. What are you thinking?
2: <laughs> oh, my Lord. Well, my son is a world-class chef. He was trained at the hands of Frank Bonanno at Mizuna, uh, oh, starting when God. he was about 16 years old. And he's taking care of the turkey. My wife, I just got a frantic text because she makes these world-class, world-famous um, pumpkin pies that include vanilla pudding mix and and whipped cream in the center, and they're just extraordinary. She has to make one for every child to take home um, on top of what we'll all eat when we're together tomorrow, and she just sent me a frantic test, text that the pie – that something curdled. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a first. She's been making those things for 25 years, but uh, – uh, anyway that I know we'll have some of that just the usual traditional uh, Thanksgiving fair and grandbabies and kids surrounding us can't can't ask for anything more
5: Well that's pretty cool I, I wish you and your family the best Thanksgiving. I wish Stepan and his family the best Thanksgiving and all your uh, co-workers Matt Dunn, all of them uh, Peter Boyles I know I'm forgetting one George. But I wish everybody a very happy Thanksgiving. And sometimes we just got to let go. And I'll tell you what I'm thankful for, Randy.
2: Please do. Got I met about a my minute. Wife
5: when I, was, I, I met my wife when I was 17 years old, okay? Me and her loved each We knew it was true love because we've never been real rich. We're blue-collar people. But we struggled together the whole time. Now we got seven grandkids. Uh. And the beauty of that is... I wouldn't replace it for any. Now, we didn't have a lot of money. We never owned a big house or anything like that. But I wouldn't trade that for anything because my grandkids, the love that comes from them, they respect me even though I don't have this mansion and stuff. They just We all love being around each other. And there's something about that where you can start with somebody from the bottom. Even if you don't make it to the top, you make it to where you want to be. There's a beauty in that. But uh, I wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving and good night.
2: What an awesome call from Brian in Arvada. What a great first hour. 303-696-1971. What are you thankful for as we head into this Thanksgiving weekend? Second hour next on 710 KNUS